Welcome to Real Film Review, the show that delivers short spoiler-free reviews of films, TV shows, and limited series, followed by a deep dive discussion. Brought to you by your host, Chris Cheney. Here is Real Film Reviewed. Welcome back, everyone. This episode, Real Film Reviewed, is joined by one of my favorite hosts, Amanda from the podcast, The Sipless. Welcome back, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, me too. I'm always excited to record with you. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It's been been a little bit, so we'll do more. We'll get more on the books. Definitely. But uh, today, we're doing something a little different. We're going to be discussing breakup films. Normally on Real Film Reviewed, I review one film and provide my spoiler-free and post-viewing opinion on it. And Amanda, go ahead and tell them what you usually do on The Sip List. So The Sip List is a top five podcast. So we pick a topic, anything from movies, music, books. We've got a couple sex episodes. You know, there's all kinds of stuff out there, but we list our top five favorites and I have different guests and it's a lot of fun. So whatever fits your niche, we probably have an episode for it. Yes. You can't leave out the sex. That's always the fun part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually I have another one about that coming up. We're going to be discussing favorite sex positions. Oh, sweet. So yeah, I'll get in on that. <laughs> it's important to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to, I have no shame. It's, it's important to talk about. So yes, absolutely. I agree. There's a, don't limit yourselves. That's my, my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into the topics, let's play a little game. So this is a simple, but it's a little bit of a fun film game. Guess that movie. So I'm going to read some famous breakup lines. Ooh, nice. (laughs) This little hammer there in the background. My my new iPhone is a stainless steel giant. So it sounds like a hammer (laughs) when it comes down. Yeah, that was loud. (laughs) Yeah. like Oh, awesome. But all right. So. Uh, I will read some breakup lines and then you'll try and guess what films that they're from. So I have three for now and then three to close (laughs) out the episode. Are you Okay. I am ready. All right. First one. (laughs) This is one of my favorites. I love it. I'd rather be his whore than your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Titanic. Such a good one. Yes. (laughs) Especially the spit in the face. You can totally see Billy Zane's like shocked face when she spits on him. He's like, wait, what? What just happened? (laughs) <laughs> I love that. He deserved it. Yeah. Nailed that one. Kate Winslet and Billy Zane. So Rose to Cal in Titanic. And then this one. I'm actually, I'm going to see if you can help me out with the character names because it's been so long and I didn't research it because I felt okay. embarrassed. But she's gone. She gave me a pen. I gave her my heart. She gave me a pen. Floyd Dobler. There say anything. Go. Thank you. Yes. And what is her name? Diane Court? I think is her name. I think that sounds right. I think. Yeah. I like haven't seen it in a while, but yeah. L- Lloyd Dobler had my heart real bad. I gave her my heart. She gave me she a, pen. a pen. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should have left that part in there. <laughs> I believe it's Diane Court. I know the last name is Court. I think it's Diane. Anyway. Sounds right. All right. Last but not least, one of my favorites as okay. well. I remember. I think I actually saw this in theaters. If I want to be a senator, I need to marry a Jackie. Not a Marilyn. Oh, Legally Blonde. <laughs> One of my favorites. Good old Warner. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Jesus. Nailed it. So what? My boobs are too big? <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part, I think, like, I'll never forget my dad when we were in that and he saw that part when 
she was like, this is who I need to become if Warner wants to marry me. And she's like, what? <laughs> Practically deformed? <laughs> when she said, when you said you would always love me, you were just dicking around. <laughs> she's so funny. Always, Yeah, I love Reese Witherspoon. She cracks me, me up. Me too. She can do no wrong. I mean... <laughs> I wasn't, I mean, well, that was still a good movie The with the Chris Pine and what's his name? Tom oh, Hardy. I liked that movie. It I wasn't like, like. It wasn't. Yeah. I it was like, you it, know what? It was still good. You're right. <laughs> it wasn't like great, but I thought it was fun. Like I've watched it, it a couple of times. Oh, what is it called? Oh, I, I, well, I don't remember. We're but, so fired. <laughs> it's been yeah. drinking too much. That's the yeah. other thing that we do on the Sibless is that we drink yes, wine or lots whatever. Of drinking. All right, so let's get into the breakup film list. I will let you share your list first, Amanda. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this isn't the first one on my list, but since we're talking about it, Legally Blonde. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I always had in my office a printed out picture that said, live every day like Elle Woods after Warner told her she wasn't smart enough for law school. That's my motto. That is a great motto. She turned a breakup into this great, journey for herself and became a better person and found a new man on the way yeah exactly (laughs) screw warner this one is the one that i think i have watched the most it got me actually through a really hard breakup is hope floats i love that movie so much even though it's tearjerker but it came out right after a breakup that i had and it was just yeah yeah hope floats is a good one that was sandra bullock right Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god what is his name Harry Connick Jr. For some reason, I was thinking Robert Downey Jr. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. An amazing breakup yes. movie. That is, I don't know why that's not on my list. I need to put that on my list. <laughs> you do. Good I, comedy. Again with, again, with the, you know, finding somebody else, figuring yourself out. And one of the funniest and most quotable movies, in my opinion. I love it. One of my favorites. I was trying to think. Me and my buddy, we love that and the, the spinoff of that, the Get Him to the Greek. Just such a the Aldous yes. Snow is just such a great character. He really is. <laughs> I say all the time, "Boosh it, boosh it, boosh it." It's like, oh, I'm Aldous Snow. Boosh it, boosh it, boosh it. <laughs> so you're saying that you can just fuck anyone, anywhere, anytime? Is your logic? That's what, that's what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah basically, <laughs> wouldn't put it so eloquently as you did, but yeah, that movie is just like take my eyes, but not the show. <laughs> I was actually talking about it yesterday on the sip list because we did a top five vacation movies. And I was like, yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like <laughs> it just fits so many categories. Absolutely. Let's, you probably don't have this one. Well, I guess I shouldn't judge. Maybe you do. But the first wives club. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> the first wives club with uh, Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love Diane that movie. Keaton. Diane it's Keaton. Just- yep. You know, and I love that Bette Midler's character ends back up with her husband because I think that's what was supposed to happen. But the other ones don't. And the way they just screw them over. But then they they Do use something it good to, out of it. Yeah, yeah they u- use it to contribute to the greater good. And I just and the daughter. And how she, yeah, I freak. I love that. That's one of yeah. my favorite movies. It's a it's an old goodie of me and my mom. So, yes, I yeah. absolutely love that one. The first wife's club. So none of these have been on your list yet. Nope. Okay. You see, I'm, this is why I wanted to do it so I can add some more on there. <laughs> yeah, I might need to hear. Well, I mean, I am going to hear yours. Okay. I, I feel like we're both going to have to have this one. High Fidelity. Nope. That's a good one. Though. No. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. 
Also, John Cusack is just everything to me. Yeah, that's the second disc. A couple John Cusack movies we're talking yeah. about breakup movies. <laughs> I mean, I realize most of mine are chick flicks, actually, but still, that that's a really good one. And I love the whole music aspect of telling the breakups through different albums or songs where I'm like, I like that. I know my girl will always say, you're like a closet chick flick fan, though. Like, I'm like, ah, yeah, because women are funny. Like, I yeah. movies like The Heat and Bridesmaids, like, I just yes. they are just so, like, Bridesmaids to me, I love Hangover, but Bridesmaids is just funny on another level. It's so funny. Comparison, you know, it's like, it's funny. So Like, you get a little bit of the girl drama, but it's still just hilarious, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. Under the Tuscan Sun with oh, Diane yeah. Lane, mm-hmm. you know, Finds out her husband's cheating, moves to a different country, starts a new life, finds a new love. What's not to like about that? How Stella got her groove back. Oh, One of my yeah. very favorites. I um, actually just recently saw that for the all the way through from start to finish uh, within the last two years. <laughs> I mean, what's not to love about Tay Diggs? Oh, God. And then, you know, Angela Bassett kills everything she does. So, exactly. you know, black royalty. Right. <laughs> She is a queen. Speaking of Angela Bassett, waiting to exhale. Yeah, another one on my that's list. a king. Yep. She she one. gets hers in that movie, and I fucking love it. <laughs> another goodie me and my mom would watch. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I think I know that fire. movie front to back, start to finish, and the soundtrack is amazing. Yes, the soundtrack is the other part. Me and my cousin had that in common back in the day. We enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I had the CD, and I wore it out. I think one piece that I always loved about it is when he tells her that he's leaving her at the beginning of that movie and the TV has that little tone on it when it's doing the sound test, like this is a test Mm -hmm. and it just makes that tone and she just turns around and just snaps at him. It was perfect the way that they coordinated that. I was like, yeah, yes, that that perfect tone in the background with her just going off. Beautiful. (laughs) I love when, when he's telling her that and and he's like, wouldn't it be better if she were black? And she's no, like, it'd be, be better, better if you, you were black. black. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Get it. <laughs> that guy was such a dick. He's a dick in most of his movies. That too. is true. Like... He really is. Like New Year's Eve, they're getting ready for a party. Oh, I'm leaving her for you. And <laughs> cheating on what? the wife with the cousin and soul food. Like he is just oh, all yeah. bad. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hey, it's like the faith. guy that um the guy that plays Mike and why did I get married? Yeah. He's so hot, but he I swear he plays a dick in almost every movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he wasn't in Santa Clarita Diet. In Santa Clarita Diet, he was really funny and really nice, but I don't even know the guy's name. I love him, but I don't either. I know him yeah. as Mike. <laughs> yeah. John Tucker must die. Yes. Gotta love John <laughs> Tucker must die. Definitely love that one. My high school movie. Yeah, getting their revenge and who doesn't love Britney Snow and uh, Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> I watched Good Desperate Housewives just for him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to forget Sorry. passions, sir. I was just talking about passions because we we're talking about Justin Hartley. And I was like, am I the only one that remembers when he was on passions? Yep, he was. Yeah, the guy that was. Uh, what's his name? Green Arrow. Yep. Yeah, he was on passions, no, too. A- he, he was what? He was new Ethan or he was Ethan's brother. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. But, you know, he's on This Is Us <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm like, don't yeah. forget passions, y'all. Yep. Nobody. Yeah. There's a lot of people that came from that. Let's see. The breakup. The breakup. Yep. Oh, we might have one the same. Okay. I mean, 
it doesn't end the way I hoped it would, but also it was realistic. And the whole, why would I want to do the dishes thing? If you have been in a long-term relationship, been married, that entire fight makes a hundred percent sense to you. Absolutely. And it, it really highlights the difference in communication typically between men and women or in relationships in general, where it's like, it's not about the fucking dishes. It's about being a present partner, helping your partner out, recognizing the things they do and doing your part in return. But, and then, you know, it just spirals out of control and they're trying to get revenge out of each other or on each other. And which is also realistic. I feel like in some situations that I've been in, in the past that as mature as we have both been during the breakup, there are still situations and times where, you know, she'll post something on Instagram and I'll be like, Mm -hmm. And it's, there's nothing wrong with the post, but I, she knows me and I know her you and know I just know yeah. that you are because you've never done that before and let it be me that does that. <laughs> and it's just, you know, yeah. so like the pettiness, I mean, the funny part was that, you know, he brought strippers into the house and stuff and was <laughs> having the whole thing in the living room. But, you know, I've been in situations where I've been living with somebody and we've split up and we've tried that whole let's just finish out the lease i'll live in this room you live in that room oh it's awful it's not gonna work (laughs) no i've done it too not gonna work Uh, but she gets him back she walks out naked in front of all his friends so yeah you know he's got that distraction and i mean the the ending of of it actually wasn't too bad to me because they do have you know they do meet up again later i at least enjoyed that part that you know there was like that hope that they might get back together so right Sometimes you need that when you're going through it, you know. <laughs> I loved them as a real life couple too. Oh, they were so cute. I know. I wish that didn't like mess up. I know. Look for Real Film Reviewed on Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Real Film Reviewed is there too. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the show notes and use promo code REALF, R-E-E-L-F, to receive a one-month free premium subscription. (laughs) So I also have The Wedding Singer. Yes. I love The Wedding Singer. Girl with You, I think I dedicated that to, I think I sang that to my girlfriend. I played the ukulele and I sang it to her. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that that song at the end was the last dance song at my wedding. Oh, I love that. Like, hey, psycho, get out of my Van Halen t-shirt before you jinx the band and they break Break up. up. (laughs) Linda was just the worst. (laughs) Absolutely. But yeah, love the wedding singer. Crazy Stupid Love. 
Yeah, that's a good one. I realize it's not entirely a breakup movie, but obviously a big chunk of it is Cal and I lost her name, but them being separated from each other and then finding their way back together, which I love. And last but not least, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah. See, and that's that's when that's a hard one. That's going to be a hard one for me to watch now because I um, my mom used to love that movie. And that was a movie that uh, I had seen pieces of it, but I had never seen it all together. So right oh. when I started dating my girlfriend, I actually watched that movie all the way through. And uh, she was like, I love that movie because she said it was one of the movies that she loved. Yeah. And um, so I think her and I watched it together at one point, too. So, you know, with us, like, you know, on our little break, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these. That's the hard part. That's why people make these playlists and these movie lists. Yes. Because it's like all of the the hard stuff that you can't watch or, you know, without thinking about them. But Oh, okay. yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> with you on that. Um, I love that movie, though. And, you yeah. know, it's, I love that they have this great friendship, but you also get to see the hard stuff. Like when, you know, he runs into his ex-wife when they're singing karaoke at the Sharper Image. And then, yeah, you know, she finds out that her ex is getting married. And then, you know, one of my favorite movies quotes of all time when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with someone you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible absolutely might be the best movie quote ever it's up there anyway so yeah that was my list those are kind of the ones that and luckily most of them usually end up with some kind of sort of happy ending which you know how movies go so yeah mine have that too okay so we'll get into my list Some good ones on that one. So there's some good ones. There's movies that kind of come and have different stories and variations of breakups. That's why it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good topic. My breakup film list is kind of something that I've curated over time. So these are kind of my most loyal movies that I tend to watch. I'll watch them sometimes when I'm in relationships, but most of the time I watch them a lot when, and they they hit harder for me when I'm going through a breakup. Right. So first on my list is Love and Sex. And I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's a little bit of a a different one. So that came out when I think it was in 98 and it was John Favreau and mm-hmm. the chick that plays Jean Grey in X-Men. I'm trying to remember uh-huh. her name. I don't remember their names. Bom- Bomke, Bomke Jansen, I think is her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fom- but yeah. Fomka. Fomka. Yeah. There you go. Uh, So yeah, it's them and uh, there's kind of just a kind of a random collection of people. There's not really very many big namers outside of them that are in it, but basically they, they kind of meet at like an art gallery and they have this kind of whirlwind courtship and she's always kind of in and out of relationships. And so she kind of goes through this, they date for a year and he's like their, the goofy relationship and they're kind of quirky and then they fall into kind of a routine and then they start Mm -hmm. getting on each other's nerves and then they decide we're on each other's nerves maybe we're supposed to break up and so they break up and then they realize you know she goes through all of these guys and he ends up realizing that she's gonna end up being happy at some point and he doesn't want to deal with that so they kind of go through this thing and at the end they they find each other again and when you're going through a breakup you sometimes there's a period of time where you're thinking that you're going to get back together with them and sometimes you do Sometimes, you know, in going through a breakup, there's those movies that you need to watch where they do get back together and it kind of helps. And you you. have that hope. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you that hope for that moment. So I I always love watching that. It's a lesser known movie, but it's really good if anybody's not seen that. It actually came out in 2011. Okay. I know I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. So it's good. I don't even know how I started watching it. Honestly, I don't remember where how I even stumbled stumbled on it i don't remember when i watched it or sometimes i would watch you know tbs or usa but Mm -hmm. 
So next, I have Love and Basketball. Oh, which is that a breakup movie? Or you just watch that after you? Okay. Well, it's technically Love and Basketball. It is a breakup movie. They that's true. Honestly, the reason why it's on my list is because of how they did break up. And Mm -hmm. like you had a a favorite quote um, from you know from your list. One of my favorite quotes out of my list is when his father, you know, he goes through the thing with his dad, and he's all stressed Mm -hmm. out because now he's questioning who he is as a man because everything that he learned was from this man, you know, and he just betrayed him and everybody else, and he's you know all the values that he gave to him suddenly he's questioning. And, you know, his girl is also a basketball player. And that was one of the the most like the core concepts of love and basketball is the fact that right. they both committed to basketball and to being student athletes and to be having a career in the pros. Right. And she was saying, you know, I have to go to curfew. You know, I have a curfew. I have to go. That's and right. He, I remember like, that. Yeah. And he just like, he's like, no, don't sweat it. It's cool. And to be 100% honest, I've been him in that movie and when you have a girl that has other responsibilities and has other commitments and stuff like that when you're going through it sometimes it is hard to mm-hmm. because you feel like they're supposed to be there for you like where are you going your priority is me but you really can't think like that but in that moment you're just feeling so lost and so betrayed that that's who you want there is to support you and she wasn't Mm -hmm. really doing anything other than just being there like he wasn't you know like she said you know just just because he did this you know it's not changing what he's been to you and she's like right like well what has he been to me one of my favorite quotes that he says when he actually goes and breaks up with her is she was just like you know you want to talk about your dad I had curfew and he was just like no you forgot to be there that was where you messed up you forgot to be there it doesn't matter what your priority was you forgot to be there for me and I don't know if that movie really I don't know if it really even targeted that problem because when they get back together it's like years later it's like five years later or whatever that they come back together and stuff I don't know if they really ever targeted the fact that she didn't prioritize him the way that she maybe should have see I have a different opinion on that but I just mean like the way that he wanted her to I guess I should say it that way and then but then at the end you know he is the one that's on the sidelines supporting her while she's in the pros and I love that so yeah love and basketball coaches well I think that I think the problem with that scenario is that yeah I understand where he's coming from feeling wise like he wanted her to be there blah 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 but a you know I think she was trying her best without him being able to communicate what he needed and b when he's like don't worry about it it's cool no it would have been cool for him if he broke curfew he'd still have his place in the basketball team because that's how it goes if she had broken her curfew she probably would have been kicked off lost her scholarship whatever so I think it's not trying to make it about men and women but but yeah but but it's easy (laughs) you know for him to say oh it'd be cool no worries because you know it's easier for guys especially in collegiate sports to get away with stuff like that versus the girls who aren't maybe bringing in as much revenue so absolutely that's i see both sides but i i thought he was kind of an asshole in that (laughs) scene honestly (laughs) i didn't think that was fair but that's my female point of view I do understand what you're saying. No, I get it. And uh, and I know like me and, uh, you know, a lot of people and I have discussed that and how that is. But it is for me, I, I always just talk about it being the double standard between men and women. Yeah. I know I'll die on that hill, but it's just part of that. We just have to make that sacrifice. And I'm like quickly, I'm like talking to all of my all my buddies and they're like, yeah, dude, it's always been like that. And I'm like, wow. 
Well, I've been privileged. <laughs> well, and two, a lot of men don't, guys don't know how to express their emotions. And so when they do, a lot of times women aren't prepared to deal with it because that's not what they've been exposed to. So I could Fair. see that too, where he's trying to be real and she's like, doesn't know what to do because she's never been faced with that, which is where we get back to raise your sons to be open and vulnerable and raise your girls to be, show them that so that they know how to recognize it when they get into relationships. True. That's true. That's a whole thing I could talk about forever. So I was going to say, see, this is why yeah, we're going to have other podcasts that we're going to launch that are going to be able to talk about this stuff. (laughs) So my third one, the breakup that we talked about. So that's our shared one that we've got. So the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. So definitely one of my favorites. I like that because of the ending, because like you said, it is fairly realistic. There might be some little, you know, out there things, but uh, it's still fairly realistic. And I enjoyed the ending. Yeah. And then my next one is probably one of my favorite movies in general. And I have to be careful when I watch this, at what part of the process I'm going through in my breakup, but I really love Someone Great. It came out in 2019 on Netflix, and I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's such a <laughs> great movie! It is the perfect combination of yeah, you got to see that one. It is the perfect combination of humor, you know, comedy, and the you know just the the comedy relief that you need, along with you know the lesson and just the right amount of emotion in there too, because they've been together. It's this couple that have been together for 10 years and the opening montage is just their relationship, how they met, everything that they've been doing, going out with her friends, text messages back and forth, and then it comes to an end. So it, the movie kind of starts the day after they break up. And is this someone with up. Anna Kendrick? No. no okay. No, no. All right. This sorry, is the one ahead. with Dewana Wise. Is her name? Okay. And Brittany Snow is in it also. So hilarious, okay. Brittany Snow. Uh, she's great her. in this. She is so great in this. She's great in everything. Um, and the chick, I always forget her name, but she's the chick from the Virgin show. Virgin. Oh, Jane the Virgin. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> I one. can't remember her name either. But I, I always forget exactly her name. But yeah, she's the one that's in that and she stars in that. So it's pretty good. And they go through this plan. Um, she's actually moving to from New York to San Francisco shortly to go oh, work wow. for Rolling Stones. And her and her boyfriend break up and they've been together for 10 years. And it's just kind of they were just seeing things differently. And it kind of just feels like the right step in their relationship to her the whole time is, you know, devastated and she's planning on going to this like neon classic festival that night with her friends to kind of just end New York on a good note but she also knows that her ex-boyfriend is going to be there mm-hmm. and I won't give away the ending but yeah, there's, no, um, there's more to it and it's just a fun movie and it doesn't end super dramatic or anything it still leaves you hopeful at the end of the films it's okay. really good and fun and I enjoyed it one of my cool. favorite films of 2019 someone great okay and being an old soul this is actually my favorite movie of all time and it's hard for me to watch it in certain times but Casablanca Mm, is definitely one of my favorites because it has the romance and the tragic ending Mm -hmm. you know when you're going through a breakup sometimes you just need to have you just need to see them not end up together and And you just need a good cry yeah and this is a good a good segue you know they're not together not by I mean yes by choice but you know in another life they would have been together you know right Yeah. Gotta love Casablanca for that. And how is that dude? Oh, I know. God, he can get it. Yeah, so can Ingrid Bergman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. This is going to be a little bit different, but probably won't think of this as a breakup film. The Butterfly Effect. Ooh. 
I have only seen that once and I couldn't even watch it all the way through because it was it was too violent for me. Oh, the, man. The child abuse and the animal abuse and the the sex. Uh, it was too much for me, but I also watched it when I was pregnant and I just. Oh, yeah. OK. That's... Having a kid, I'm way too sensitive to. I. It's a great it was a great movie, but OK, so you may you'll have to explain to me that because I just I remember the traumatizing so... stuff. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So once you move past that, he ends up getting on this cycle where he constantly because he does go to see his dad and he keeps telling him, you know, you're not God, you can't fix things. And so he keeps trying to go back and read his journals because he it, reading the journals gives him the, the ability to go back in time, go back to that moment. And he can actually depending on what he remembers from how that went, he can actually because he's in that moment and he knows what's going to happen. He can actually change what he does. Mm -hmm. So that he can change the future. So each time he does this, he ends up waking up in a new reality. Mm -hmm. And each time it has made either his life or somebody else's life worse. Right. And so he keeps trying to do it. And then eventually he finally does it one last time and he makes a change and it still doesn't bring him on the path, but it's pretty close to his original path. And at the end, he basically goes back to the very first memory that he ever had where he first met her when they were kids. And mm -hmm. he says something mean to her so that for the rest of their lives, they're separated. They don't grow up around each other. She she grows up normally. She goes to her mom's house with her brother. They end up in a loving home rather than the home mm -hmm. with her dad. And he ends up going to college and being with his friend and going on. But then, like, I think... I think it's like 10 years later or something like that. Nine years later, they end up passing by each other in New York. And it's just like this really he's on the phone with his mom. And it's just like this really eerie moment because he knows her and she mm -hmm. kind of looks back and remembers him. But then she just keeps going on and carries on through her life. And then, you know, the film kind of like ends like that. I'll have to give a spoiler alert warning to the, be <laughs> the beginning yeah. of this. That, that movie but... is like 20 years old. If people haven't exactly. seen it yet, like. <laughs> like, yeah, sorry. The old movies. I usually always do Spoiler at the top of these ones anyway, but yeah, that's nice. I don't, I don't do that. If if a movie's that old and you haven't seen it, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Next on my list is the Secret Window or Secret Window. I think it's what it's called. Johnny Depp. Oh, I didn't think of that one. Yeah, yeah. gotta oh, have a good. God, that movie. <laughs> so messed up gotta have a good violent breakup movie in there too nobody wants to talk about actually killing their exes but it's, it's good to have that movie it does happen it's not <laughs> yeah it's not anything i'm thinking of but yeah that's that happens no <laughs> i love that movie though it's really good yeah it's good it's a couple of different endings in that movie <laughs> mm -hmm. And my next one, one of my, my, the next two are really the two that kind of help me kind of the most when I'm like going through breakups. So I guess I should say, or make me feel the best at the end. And this one is uh, the remake of Alfie with Jude Law. I have not watched that. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. a good little, it's a good little rom-com, but yeah, I mean, he, he's a, he's a little bit of a womanizer, but he's afraid of commitment. And I've, I've had a period of my life where I was afraid of commitment. I mean, even in my most recent relationship, even though her and I were, seemed like we were really meant to be together. I was still afraid of, I was just still afraid <laughs> Yeah, because I just didn't want, I didn't want to mess anything up. I didn't want to know that her life could have been better with somebody else. And just all those little things that you might think of. And yeah. I knew what I, I you know, when I started it, I was like, I, I know what I can give her and all of that. I wasn't a womanizer, but there were times when I would just sort of explore because I wasn't yeah. keen on commitment. So. 
this it happens. Of, yeah. So this movie just kind of talks about, you know, how we just need to grow up and, uh, you know, yeah. when you do have a good thing to not be afraid of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And probably one of my absolute favorite, I just think it's an amazing breakup movie, is 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, I thought about that one too. Yeah. You know, my girl always said that. She's like, I don't know why you like that movie so much. And I was like, because it's very realistic. Like, at least for me, it gives you the perspective that when you are looking back on the relationship and you feel like things went a certain way, because I'm an analytical thinker, when things go Mm -hmm. wrong or they go differently than how I thought that they were going to go, I harp on on it i think about it a mm-hmm. lot not necessarily on purpose but i just continuously think about it and sometimes your memories are from your perspective and you don't see things the same way so the ending of that movie when you see her perspective of all of the same memories that we've just followed with him and right. it's very different where she doesn't right. feel as happy and she doesn't look as happy and all of that like he missed all of that because he was just so happy with her she really wasn't happy with the overall situation and he was just it's so sad. It is sad. For me, that's how I feel sometimes when I look back on things. Maybe I saw it differently. I was just so excited mm-hmm. to be with you and around you that I didn't realize, you know, what it was doing to you. you know? Yeah. I didn't know you were feeling like that. And you yeah. can't even tell me that you were feeling like that. And that makes me feel worse because that. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't you didn't feel like you could tell me, you know, and it's tough. And I think for guys, that's hard. Like, I don't know if women know that we feel like that. You know, We feel bad when you don't talk to us and you feel like you can't. It's not. I, I said that so many times. Like, well, I don't talk about my feelings. I don't like to talk about my feelings. And it's like, well, Okay, well, I might have messed that up. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to generalize, but I think for the most part, if a woman is not telling you how she feels, it's, I don't want to phrase this in a way that's going to feel, how do I phrase this? It's because they've tried and you haven't been receptive. And so they've stopped. Whether it's full on, I'm telling you exactly what I want, or it's subtle, which isn't always fair. But I know for myself, especially if I don't feel, if you've made me feel not safe and expressing my feelings and I don't mean safe in like a physical way although that can be true but like in a like if I tell you how I feel and you mock me or you brush me off or you ignore me or whatever that can only happen so many times before you just go screw it I'm giving up yeah. and that's I I know that's a generalization because it's not true for everybody like I understand that but I think that you know the cliche of when your woman stops talking to you that's when you know there's trouble that's generally pretty true yeah from my perspective as a man I mean there's things that I felt like I my girl was great and she would tell me you can tell me whatever you can always feel like you can come to me if you don't want to that's okay I don't want you to feel like you have to but just know that I am here for you and you can talk to me I sometimes would and sometimes it would be a little bit too much for her to handle and then I would talk to my guy friends and they were like oh yeah dude you shouldn't uh, shouldn't have laid all of that on her you know what I mean you know some stuff you got to keep to yourself and I'm like damn I didn't realize, you know, like I I just have never been in a situation where I really like was given the option to be open. And so I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, they'll say that, but don't do that. (laughs) So I'm, I'm learning. Well, that's not fair. I mean, because (laughs) that's what I thought. (laughs) And again, that goes back to the, we aren't necessarily always equipped to know how to deal with that because we weren't necessarily raised in households where dads or anybody showed their emotions. So it's a learning curve for everybody. And, you know, I think if you say to somebody, you can tell me anything, you got to really mean that shit when you say it. Yeah. Because it's not fair to have to, 
I mean, there's certain things like, you know, that scene in old school where they're in <laughs> yeah. therapy and he's like, I, I saw this waitress at the Olive Garden. And I started wondering what color her panties were. Okay, well, don't say that. That's just common <laughs> sense. Come on. He's like, what? I thought we were in the trust tree and the. <laughs> yeah, don't no, do that, stuff like but... that. No, <laughs> definitely. No, I get it. <laughs> So anyway, I did have two alternates. My alternates were The Notebook and Titanic. Mm -hmm. Titanic's yeah. not really a breakup movie, but there's a representation of the ending of a relationship. So yeah, <laughs> both of those are just you need a really good cry to get it all out and both of those movies are perfect for that. Yeah, I agree. I just always like The Notebook because whenever I am going through something, it's always the growth period that I think about. So I'm like, bet, I'm about to hit the gym even harder than I already do. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And now I'm like, I'm growing out my beard. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have a whole beard. I'm going to be mm -hmm. like Noah. <laughs> By the time you see me, I'm going to have a whole beard <laughs> and I'm going to be a whole different man. You know? You'll have built a whole house out of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be like, what Before. do you want? <laughs> She doesn't know what she wants. I'll say that. That's for sure. That's a big thing. A lot of women, when they do not know what they want, it is a it is it's a fun journey watching them try and figure it out and being on that roller coaster with them. So I think but. she knew. I think she was torn between what she was supposed to want and what she actually wanted. Yeah, but I agree. But yeah, a lot of people, especially women, a lot of times don't know what they want. So that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I do have Another quick round of okay. questions. So I guess the movie quote. This first one. Consider that a divorce. Ooh, you stumped me. I don't know that one. Ooh, total Recall. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Total Recall in years. <laughs> me either. It's been a minute and I didn't watch the remake. So yeah. No, I didn't either. I know you're going to know this one. You're probably going to be a very successful computer person. But you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that that won't be true. It'll be because you're an asshole. I don't know this one either. I feel like she was speaking to me when she said it. Um, <laughs> that is the opening scene of The Social Network. Oh, that's right. Again, haven't seen it in forever. I've only seen oh, it once. But Such a good one. He Aaron deserved Sorkin. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is a little bit of a dick. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. This one you probably will get. Should've we should have got that one, but damn. Okay. We should break up or whatever. <laughs> it's really familiar. Damn it. I was so good on the first three and now and you I, stumped me. I actually haven't even seen this, but I need to. I've seen pieces of it, but it is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <sighs> okay. Again, have only seen it once and it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that one. I Like I said, I've seen pieces of it, but not all the way through. Yeah. So. Scott Pilgrim is a, a problematic character. But yeah, I've um, heard that. I've heard a lot. That's why I'm like, I need to watch this. <laughs> I probably need to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a while, but okay. Damn it. I was really hoping to get 100% on those two. <laughs> Total recall. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I just like the, the other line. two are fair, but Total Recall, come on. I was stuck okay. between that one and Gone with the Wind. But I mean, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Like, yeah, everybody, everybody knows, that, knows one. that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. We have nice. 10 minutes. So I will uh, let you do your sign off first and then I'll do my sign off. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. And um, yeah, we definitely need to do this some more. So I am the host of the Sip List. Like I said, a top five podcast. 
I am also a member of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network, which is a group of six podcasts right now, and we're going to be expanding at some point, but there's lots of good shows on there, um, so check all those out. And I have another new project with my friend Shanna. Uh, We are on our fourth episode dropping tomorrow, and it's called Crime Rewind. And so we are visiting cold cases that are not getting a lot of attention and trying to bring new light to them. And, you know, if we could solve a crime or somebody could help or whatever, that'd be great. But honestly, we just, you know, there's so many cold cases and victims out there that aren't getting the attention they need. So that's kind of there's a big handful of true crime podcasts. But if you want a new one, definitely check that one out. Awesome. I love it. And all right. Well, for us, that is all that we have for you, everyone. As always, please find me, Chris, your Real Film Reviewed host on Twitter at RealFilmPKC. And let me know what you thought of the films, what you thought of the show today. And if you hadn't seen any of these films and you ended up watching them after listening to the episodes, let us know what you thought. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amanda. It is always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Real Film Reviewed. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Check out the Real Film Reviewed website, real-film-reviewed.productions to stay up to date on episode releases, podcast updates, episode transcriptions, and more. Follow Real Film Reviewed on Twitter at RealFilmPKC. Check out the online store Real Merch to pick up some gear to represent. Happy watching, everyone.